Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello again, everybody. It's Drags back with episode 240 of Patriots Beat on the CLNS Media Network. Patriots pull off a big trade on Tuesday evening, sending wide receiver Brandon Cooks to the Rams for a first-round pick, the 23rd pick overall. Patriots also get a six-round pick while also sending the Rams a fourth-round pick. Here to break it all down, pronto is my old colleague Ryan Hannibal, covering the Patriots, of course, for WEEI and WEEI.com. Ryan, I was worried that uh, we weren't going to have any news to uh, talk about when I uh, actually called you up to discuss having a uh, podcast. That all changed Tuesday night, huh? In a bit of a hurry, too. This, this move, you know, I don't think it was a huge, huge surprise when you look at, you know, what, what went down the, earlier in the offseason and what things looked like next offseason. But just the way that there really weren't any rumors surrounding it and it just came out of nowhere, that made it a big surprise. It really did. And, you know, that's that's just it. When you think about it, uh, Ryan, and consider the fact that uh, Brandon Cooks had just one year and eight and a half million dollars left on his contract. This isn't a surprise. You know that they were going to move him, um, as it turned out, probably one way or another. And it just so happens that they were able to move him about three weeks before the NFL draft in Dallas. Patriots now have the 23rd, 31st, 43rd, and 63rd picks overall. That's two first-round picks, two second-round picks. Here's the big question, Ryan. Patriot, did the Patriots do this to get some value for the receiver they had under contract for just one more year, or do you think they did it to stockpile and move up to get the quarterback? It's a good question, and it's going to be a good debate over the next couple of weeks, you know, what they're going to do with these four picks and having two picks in the first round and two picks in the second round. I'm of the mind that it's not for a quarterback. I don't think it is. I think that the team has so many other needs at other positions that are maybe more important than selecting a quarterback high in the draft, and you can still get a decent quarterback in the middle rounds, and that doesn't change. So to me, I think it's just stockpiling, you know, four picks in the first two rounds to get four quality players to probably most of them go to the defensive side of the ball because as we saw last year, that's the side of the ball that needs the most help and needs to get you know more younger and more athletic. So I think they're going to use you know at least three of those picks on quality defensive players uh, or a left tackle. <laughs> that's a possibility as well. I, I would think I would use that that left tackle as sort of the fourth fourth pick as that that goes to the offensive side of the ball. So. Maybe a left tackle, uh, an edge rusher, a linebacker, and, you know, something else. I just think that, you know, you got to look at the defensive side of the ball as, as the spot that this trade addresses most because you can get young athletic players 
and that's what the defense lacked, and you're not getting those players via free agency, you're getting them in the draft. Well, you know, what's interesting, I, I think, Ryan, is Bill Belichick has always said things do not happen in a vacuum uh, down at Gillette Stadium. The thing is, we don't know exactly uh, what is going on inside that war room, what is inside going on inside that draft room, uh, and, you know, we have to just sit here and speculate, and I, I got to think that if Rob Gronkowski and Julian Edelman were not coming back, okay, this trade would not take place, right? Oh, absolutely. I think that's that's the other shoe that, that drops with this trade is it pretty much confirms to everyone that Gronkowski is coming back. He's not getting traded. He will be on the Patriots in 2018 because you can't lose Gronkowski, Danny Amendola, Amendola and Deion Lewis in one offseason. You, you just can't do that. So I think that's, that's definitely a sign that Rob Gronkowski is back for next year. What, what do you make of the team? We'll get back to the Cooks trade and, and what it might mean going down the road in terms of a quarterback or not a quarterback and who might take his his place. But um, what do you make of the tea leaves that uh, Rob Gronkowski, uh, the Patriots, again, expected to have him back on the field? I saw you know Ian Rappaport's um, tweet on Monday evening that the expectation is that he will be back with the Patriots. Well, you know, Call me cynical, but I think the expectation has been all along this offseason that Rob Gronkowski would be back. And my answer to that tweet was, essentially, we're not going to know anything for sure until Gronk comes out and publicly says something likely on social media, or he's actually on the field. Yeah, I don't even think we're going to get the social media part. I think that, you know, nothing's changed this whole offseason. Of course, the expectation is he's back for 2018 because he's under contract for 2018. It's not like he's a free agent and he's deciding whether to re-sign or not. He's under contract, so of course the expectation is that I'll be back. And I don't really think Gronk is you know, the type to make this big social media announcement to say that he's coming back in 2018. I, I just think that you know, come maybe OTAs, he, he steps out on the field like the rest of his teammates, and that's the sign that we know that he's back for next season. I don't expect any big you know, formal announcement that he's back next year, and I would expect Belichick to get asked, at least a couple of questions about him at, at the draft, and I don't think he'll give any answers either. So I, I think, like you said, we won't really know for sure until he steps on the field with the rest of his teammates, whenever that may be, training camp, OTAs, whatever. But for, to expect a formal announcement or anything like that, I don't see it. Talking with Ryan Hannibal, uh, excellent Patriots columnist and NFL beat reporter for WEEI and WEEI.com. Guys, I want to tell you about a product that you absolutely, positively must think about going forward as you get up in years. It's called Hymns.com. 66% of men lose their hair, believe it or not, by the age of 35. Thing is, when you start to notice hair loss, that's when it's too late. It's easier to keep your hair that you have now than to replace the hair you've lost. Is that hairline slowly starting to move backwards? Any bald spots yet? How will you feel a year from now if it's business as usual up on top of your dome? Well, I ask you, do you want a bald spot to pop up or do you want to do something about it first? Why do you guys turn to weird solutions or do nothing at all when you can turn to medicine and science? Here's a solution. Go to 4 Com, a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. Order now. My listeners get a trial month of hymns for just $5 today while supplies last. See the website for full details. This would cost hundreds of dollars if you went to the doctor 
or a pharmacy. Go to forhims.com slash trags, T-R-A-G-S. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash T-R-A-G-S, forhims.com slash trags. Speaking again with someone who doesn't have to worry too much about that, I don't think. Uh, Ryan Hannibal, Patriots beat reporter for WEEI.com. Uh, Ryan, I uh, want to get back to the whole uh, Brandon Cooks trade and kind of reading between the lines here and uh, what might be going down in Foxborough. And the three quarterbacks that, if the Patriots were really to do something that they never do and trade really packing, uh, you know, a couple of first round picks and a second round pick to move up or future first round picks uh, to move up and get a quarterback. Josh Rosen, Josh Allen, Sam Darnold. Of those three, who do you think's most likely, you know, in their crosshairs? It's hard to say. I mean, they're, they're all great quarterbacks. I don't think you can go wrong with any of them. I guess Sam Darnold, if, you, if you're me, I, I think maybe he fits the, the, what the Patriots want, you know, out of their quarterback. But, I mean, you can't go wrong with any of them. If they had their eye on either any of those three, I don't think I'd blame them at all for, for going up to, to grab them. I think that those three quarterbacks are going to be pretty good in the NFL. So, whoever, if they were to do that, I don't think you could go wrong. So, and I wouldn't really fault them for, for selecting one over the other. So, I guess the, the general answer is that you can't go wrong with any of them. So, the irony, Ryan, and you know this as well as anybody, the Patriots don't take quarterbacks with first-round picks in the Bill Belichick era, right? I mean, that, that, that's something they don't do. No, never have. Why do you think that is? Brady? I, I think is it's as simple as well, having well, Tom Brady? Yeah, and, for, yeah, for sure, for sure. I think that, you know, when you have a guy like Tom Brady on your roster, you're not going to use, you know, your, your most valuable pick on a quarterback when you know that position is set. But I, I also think there is something to Belichick having. It almost seems like he treats like the second round almost like the first round. He really values that second round. And, and we've seen a number of great players that he's got in that second round. Jimmy Garoppolo being that guy. Wasn't Robert and Kelsey a second round pick? I, I just think that, you know, it doesn't need to be a first round pick for Bill Belichick to get a terrific player. And I think when you look at the quarterbacks this year, I think that you know the the quarterbacks at the top of the draft are going to go really high. And I think that when you're looking, you know, in the middle, you know, to late first round, I don't think there's going to be many quarterbacks that aren't going to go. So I think the Patriots might be better off, you know, waiting toward that second round to grab a quarterback, or even if they wait even even longer than that. There's no, they don't need to have a quarterback this year. I mean, obviously, it'd be great to have a quarterback and have him grooved in the system, but. It's not said. It's not said in stone that they need to draft the quarterback. So it gives them flexibility, sure. But I think it also should be taken into account that they don't have to draft one. The next level is Mason Rudolph, in my estimation, Oklahoma State. I, I know people are hot to trot about Baker Mayfield. I am not. Um, I think yeah. Mason Rudolph has a cannon. Um, and he has a big body, and he projects as a first-round level uh, quarterback. Certainly, there are lots of quarterbacks, um, you know, in the, that project in the second, third, and fourth round that may be uh, right up uh, the Patriots' alley. But uh, you know, it, I'm just I'm just going to throw this out there: if Lamar Jackson yeah. is available at 31, do you take him? I could see it, and you, you, you with, with this trade of Brandon Cooks, it allows you to sort of take a risk like that because before you didn't have this extra first-round pick, whereas, you know, there are other needs on the roster, and you might need to use, you know, your first-round pick on a, a more prominent need. But now say, hey, you could, you could use your first-round pick 
number 23 for a left tackle, and then if Lamar Jackson's there at number 31, sure, you you, have, you can take that risk now because you already got your left tackle earlier. So I think this trade sort of gives that, you know, scenario more credence, I guess. I don't know if it would necessarily happen, but having an extra first-round pick gives them, you know, a lot more possibilities. Bill Belichick has always uh, believed in the credo, credo uh, trust the board. And whatever the board says that player is valued at based on what the organization, all the work the organization has done over the last uh, eight months or so, going back to the start of the previous college football season, that's what Belichick is going to trust. And if Lamar Jackson is an exceptional athlete who has shown exceptional skill and projects as a first-round talent, then they, then they would take a flyer on him. But if he has too many things to work on and they could get him in the third or fourth round, that's what the Patriots um, you know, decided that they would, would do, they're not going to reach. My whole rambling point here, Ryan, is the Patriots, even with the stockpile of picks, I don't think they reach. I just don't think they go, well, yeah, but, you know, we don't think he's a first-round pick, but we're going to take a chance because we have the margin of error. That's almost never the Belichick mentality. Oh, definitely not. They they know the value that they have in all these, you know, stockpiling these four picks in the first two rounds, and they're not going to waste, you know, say, their second first-round pick on a guy that they might know they get in the second round. They're just not going to do that. That's not how they operate. That's not how Bill Belichick works. It also, you know, something that as I'm thinking as we're talking here, say that they like, you know, what's in there in the middle round. Say they, they could package that number 31 pick to move back and, and get maybe another second round pick or two third round picks, something like that. So, you know, having this extra first round pick just gives them so much flexibility. And we know how much Belichick likes to, you know, manipulate the draft board. And this, this just gives them another piece of the puzzle to play with. So I think this draft coming up in three weeks will be fascinating from a Patriots perspective, something that we really haven't had in the last couple of years. Of those four picks in the first 63, how many do they wind up taking? It's tough. I think at least three. They, they, they've never really had this many picks so high in the draft, and I think it would be a shame for them not to use them, especially you know given the needs they have on the roster and how you know it would be beneficial to them to get younger at some positions. But you know, I just think of all the possibilities going through Belichick's head with how many picks he could potentially get for, for one of these picks. So I wouldn't be surprised at all to see him trade one of the picks. I just also think, Ryan, it's fascinating that you know as we – think or we assume or many people assume on the outside that Belichick's time with the Patriots is winding down his behavior doesn't give any type of indication that it is no that's that's another great point as well I mean we've talked about over the last couple months you know how many years does Belichick have left and it seems like people's windows getting smaller and smaller and smaller and a trade like this seems to set up the team more so for the future than the now. I mean, if Belichick only had, in his mind, you know, one or two years left, why would he trade away a great player like Brandon Cooks? He's probably going to give them better, a better chance of winning a Super Bowl this year or next year than, you know, the first-round pick that they're going to get in exchange for him. So he's definitely setting the team up more so for the future. I mean, we saw the reports come out a little bit during the year last year how Belichick won the team to be set up pretty well for the future, even when he did step away. But I can't see Belichick making moves like this if he doesn't feel like he has at least you know, two or three more years left. I don't know about you, but this seems to me like he's planning to, you know, to stick around for a little while longer. 
I think he loves it. I mean, I think not only this kind of trade, but, you know, you see him all around all the college pro days. You know, he's, it's still in his blood and he still loves doing it. And there's a lot of energy uh, associated with it and a lot of enthusiasm. And uh, I don't see him, you know, slowing down, at least for the next couple of years. I want to thank Ryan Hannibal of WEI and WEI.com for joining us. You absolutely positively should be following him on Twitter at Ryan Hannibal. That is uh, R-Y-A-N-H-A-N-N-A-B-L-E. Is that right, Ryan? That's right, Trax. Yeah, well, I'm glad I got something right here. Be sure to follow us on clnsmedia.com on Facebook at facebook.com slash clnsmedia. Of course, follow us on Twitter at two spots, at clnsmedia. And for Patriots and NFL-related content, at Patriots. CLNS. Want to thank our sponsor of this podcast, hymns.com. For all Patriots content, visit our site at clnsmedia.com. Want to give a shout out to my coordinating producer, Michael Longi, executive producer, Larry H. Russell, and of course, the founder of the network, Nick Gelso. This is the Patriots Beat Podcast, powered by the CLNS Media Network. What's going on, Pass Nation? This is Marvin Zahn of the CLNS Media Network, and I'm here to tell you right now to check out the CLNS Media New England Patriots postgame show hosted by myself and my co-host, Mr. Mike Nice. And live on CLNS Radio immediately after every single pass game, call in at 929-477-2386 toll-free to get your voice heard and contribute to the host breakdown and analysis of the latest Patriots contest. We also got the stars and sorries of the day, Twitter posts for the plays of the game, and everything else that is going on with the five-time Super Bowl champion. Subscribe to CLNS Media New England Patriots postgame show on iTunes and Stitcher, and the best way, download the free CLNS Media Network mobile app for on-demand listening anytime, anyplace, anywhere.